Hello and welcome to Dawson's Weekly, the weekly podcast about Dawson's Creek. I'm Catherine and this is Katie, who had no one at hello, so we're not going to even bloody bother with it. I'm just going to grunt in future, just like, oh, oh a bit like listen, Katie's uh-huh. ability to say hello, we will work on between now and the beginning of season three. No but guarantees. No fucking guarantees whatsoever. I think we might but, just uh-huh. gloss over it from now on and just get started yeah. like somewhere in the middle of an episode and hopefully you'll just flow in. We are... Catherine and Katie, you can just introduce us as a kind of single entity because we did sort of, we, we have been mistaken for a single entity quite a few times in our Absolutely. lives. Absolutely. People would just call us the Katies or Katie Squared or, yeah, so. God, we were so cool, we, weren't we? We, we, don't, we don't know. Is that the, what was that? What was that? The Heathers? We were like the Heathers, only we yeah, wore less black. Yeah, but the Katies. I was going to say, we, we wore less black, but we didn't. We really fucking didn't. Um, but yeah, hello. Oh no, I did it. Fuck oh, off. you did it. Well done. Yeah, so we're on, still on the season two recap, and this week we're doing all the things that we didn't like. Now, I thought we were relatively sedate last week. I don't know about you. I thought we were quite sort of calm. We were quite sort of collected. We went through the things we wanted to talk about. There were little to no innuendos. No one was drunk. So I'm imagining that it was quite a boring episode in the end. I was going to say, that sounds absolutely (laughs) awful. So sorry. Yeah, and I think for me, I find it really easy, a lot easier than I thought it was going to be to pick what I like because I actually liked a lot of the season. And I surprised myself. When I've been trying to find out what I didn't like, apart from the glaringly obvious, as I'm sure we'll get on with it, there wasn't an awful lot. It was a fucking good season. And this is what we said at the end of it. And when we have evaluated it, and that's what we're doing here. It's critical evaluation, isn't it? Sure, yeah, sure. If that's what you want to call it. I am calling it, that's what I'm calling it on my CV when I am desperate to pad it out at some point in the near future, probably. (laughs) Yeah, so I think that we kind of, things that pissed us off at the time when we've taken it as a whole at the end of the series, it hasn't been that bad. In fact, it has been really, really good. And I did enjoy it. And I found it a bit more difficult to get what I thought was bad. I mean, there was a lot of bad in terms of continuity, in terms of... Oh, it wasn't as bad as season one, though. ...questionable storylines. But no, it was not as bad as season one. And I have got some bad stuff down here, but it all feels a bit... Yeah, well, I have to say... I don't, feel as, I don't feel as hateful as I should, I think, is what I'm trying to say. Normally, maybe I'd be like... Oh, maybe, in a good mood. Maybe, I'm not in a good mood because it's a Monday, but (laughs) I did get a lot of sleep at the weekend and yeah, I didn't just, I think if this had been Friday after a full week at work, I would have just sat jabbering away, like I hate everything, but I'm quite cool, calm and collected today. So let's see how that goes. Oh, nice. Well, I have to say one of the interesting things about our recording of season two versus season one is that the whole of season one, we recorded it pretty much in lockdown, didn't we? So the pubs weren't open, nothing was open and we recorded it every Friday night and it was our bloody social life. And I think it probably comes through. Yeah, I think it probably comes through because I think we were probably drunk for the best part of season one and back i wouldn't go back and listen to season one simply because at the end of those episodes i bet we were a fucking mess because that was like we were drinking like a bottle of wine over two hours of recording please don't judge us are we are we pretending that's changed now we've turned oh shit no at the moment i've said it my lockdown drinking i i am still really struggling to kind of because i'm just so used to being at home and the second i finish work i'm like oh there's the fridge and we decided so we stopped buying this is just a completely pointless backstory but we stopped buying wine because if it's there i will drink it and then we got an offer from, you know, Virgin Wine or something like that. Not sponsored by them. There are other wine clubs available. But if you do want to sponsor me, Virgin Wine. Yeah, Virgin Wine, listen, we're here and we're ready. We are absolutely. You've got all of our information, Dawson's Weekly, at KT. <laughs> 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 no, we, we got an offer for 12 bottles for like, I don't know, under 60 quid. So we, we, we ordered it. Last week it came and I was looking for some wine today instead of having to run out to go to the shop. And I was like, oh, we've got all of those bottles. I was like, where are they? So I was saying to Jack, have you put them in the cellar? And he's like, no, we've drank them. We've got two bottles left. That's like, what, 10 bottles in less than a week? Well, No, it can't be less than a week. We've shared them with people. My mum's had at least one glass at some point. Oh my God. And I've spilled right, anywhere. Ter- I am a terrible pour up, but we'll move on from me clearly being anywhere. an alcoholic. Yeah, um, anyway, we... Um, let's get back to Dawson's Creek. 
yeah but we were recording differently in season two as well but for me it was a really good season and I'm I'm kind of a part of me is like oh my god I can't wait for season three because I've been told it's one of the best but I really did enjoy season two and I agree with you as a set of episodes and this is where I'm, I am leading into something by the way as a set of episodes there is only one stands out to me as a stinker and that was season two episode 17 psychic friends so if I'm going to talk about the worst episode of the season that without a, by a country mile yeah, and it didn't even seem to be because you know that my worst episode is I can't even remember you're going to say it's the fish one we and it? it's, I'm sorry but yeah. no we know Unchart- all about fish episode we called it 12 that. uncharted waters was what it was actually right called. uncharted and waters I yeah but I think that's a good episode it is and I was going to give you some credit because I did go through the whole episode going this was fucking shit and you kind of said, but, you know, there are points to it. And there was a point to it. It was a huge plot device for us to understand the sort of parental issues and motivations behind the relationships behind the characters. But it was for just, me, it, it was, was Percy it was, and his dad was, that was yeah, really important. But it was it was so forced. I think it was more the girl and her weird fucking TV show about teenage girls. Like really I mean, girl. yeah, I can get on board um, with that. that and also, weird, I hate... So I will say I hated Joey in that episode as well. She was fucking petulant as anything. And like that, she that argument she, she had with Jen and she's like, she was pretty much like, I, I, I know you are, you said you are, so what am I? Like she was pretty much that. And actually yeah. I'll say this, she behaved like a nine-year-old girl. And I know what a nine-year-old girl behaves like because I have one and she behaved like that. Like th- some of her behavior, she pissed me off so much. And normally I love Joey and I love pissy Joey as well, but that was just too much for me. So I think that the girl side of it, I totally agree was a annoying but the the stuff with yeah. Percy his dad even Jack and Dawson even Jack Dawson and his dad yeah. Dawson was horrible but it there was information there that was worth it Dawson was oblivious seemingly to this awful relationship Fucking so, always yeah oblivious. I, I think what I'm saying is no matter how shite I found that episode there was a point to it where yeah. the psychic friends no what point to it what's fucking point right I'll start with the best thing about this episode hands down which we talked about last week was Colin Manchester like absolutely without doubt but to be perfectly honest you could remove that episode from season two and you would be no worse for it in no way shape or form and if someone wants to correct me please feel free but I don't think that anything anything happens in that episode that you couldn't take out and put somewhere else and that series wouldn't make sense so do you know what they fucking could have done if they could have not had that fucking month break that they had that would that's something that pissed me off but anyway yeah current you carry on before i get they, lose my they, temper. They, they, they did introduce miss kennedy and they also introduced the fact that mitch was going to be a oh, teacher and yeah. these two things these two things do collide a little bit later Ooh, I literally stand collide. Corre- i stand corrected uglies these two things i'm calling st- them but uh, mitch stand and corrected that was amazing that little bit of that episode, you no, could I, have put that in anywhere, anywhere else and, yeah, we did. We didn't. We didn't get to know anything about Mitch being a teacher, or you know, they don't kind of. This is where Dawson is still absolutely in adulation of Miss Kennedy. He thinks she's the most amazing thing ever. She hasn't completely shot him down for his film. Mitch just turned up to be a teacher in his teacher outfit, which is a jumper with a shirt under it because that oh, is I what thought he looked quite well. hot. I, and his his muscles are absolutely bulging. Um, but Ooh. those two things could have been slotted into any episode. And it isn't. Yes, totally agree. Totally agree. As overall, as an episode, it's fucking stupid. It's got some terrible like representations. This idea of like Eastern Europeans being spooky bitches. Do you know what I mean? Like this sort of actress putting on Eastern European, which I'm sure is vaguely racist, and someone can correct me on that. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? It's like that sort of what I think are representations of Romani from Europe. It is. If, very, if you wanted me, if you so. want me, she's to a scam out. artist as well, which is even which worse. Is makes it she's worse. Scam artist. But then she hits on a couple of real truths, but her real truths are just like what any basic Fucking person obvious would get shit. from observing people. You know, she sees Percy and she's like, you know, you try to be a good man, but you've got troubles. He's a sixteen-year-old boy, of course, he's got troubles. 
you know, Andy's there being all anxious and Andy and she's like, there's been pain in your past. No shit. And, and it is all awful. And, and we don't really get anything. We we get Whit Hubley and that really weird scene Whit. where Grams tries <laughs> to like, Hubley. tries to whore herself out to him when Jen gives her a makeover. No, but and he then he turns out that Dirty and Whit's, he's married. He's got a wife. He's a dirty, dirty dog, is Whit. Whit is but it was shit, fucking shit stupid. Anyway, that was stupid. Also, it barely had Percy in it. So the best things about that episode was really Kennedy laying into Dawson but also there was a quite sweet thing in there about Joey making some assumptions about homosexuality and Jack sort of setting us straight a bit that actually I'm starting to soften on this bloody episode but there was that really good stuff do you know where she just automatically assumed Jack would want to go out with Colin Manchester and Jack's yeah. like just because he's gay and I'm gay just and I thought that That's was how she thought Colin Manchester was after her and we get oh. that terrible terrible for um photo shoot montage where Colin oh. Manchester's like can I take can I take pictures of you, says the weird, creepy, yet good-looking older man. Yes, says Joey, but takes Jack along as their chaperone. And then they do this terrible, like, give me more Marilyn Monroe vibes. And Joey, who you're led to believe is this kind of, like, shrink... Not a shrinking violet, but she doesn't put herself out there. And she's really keen to say she's a tomboy and she doesn't put herself well, out there. Well, she's not interested on in looks and things like that yet. The second there's a fucking beauty pageant or a photo shoot, she's front and centre. Me thinks the lady does protest too much but yeah that was a truly shit episode yeah it was it was awful um and it was actually i think when i look at it one of the only episodes i think i struggled to watch and make notes on like it is a struggle not a struggle to make notes but it's a laborious process i think i think we were both in quite a bad place when we recorded it just like being ill and stuff like that and we were just like i don't get it my head hurts what is happening and it was shit uncharted yeah. waters was a bit shit but we got something from it and i think we got something for from me it. when we're looking at the worst bits of Dawson's Creek, they're the two episodes that stand out. It's not episodial, episodic, what's the right word? Yeah, it's they kind of the almost don't for me. feel... But, they, but also, like, actually, when you mention it like that, about them being episodic, they almost don't necessarily feel like they fit in within the whole thing. They're almost no, like, they you just know, feel like, like yeah. slightly standalone episodes. They're standalone episodes, and they could be anywhere. And I think that everything that I've got in terms of the worst bits is more to do with people or scenarios or things that have played out across more than one episode for this. Okay. It's not just a critique of bad episodes. So I've got more kind of themes, I guess. Okay, do you want to, right, go on then. Do you want to go into it and chuck something out that you hated? I, all right, I'll start with, because it's slightly paradoxical, because we had this in one of the things that we thought was a really good thing about yeah. Dawson's Creek. But I'm going to go with Abby, because for all, she was really okay. fucking good with all of her witty one-liners and her sartorial excellence sometimes when she got it right with the leopard print dresses and everything. And she <laughs> she came into her own in the screw done it that was sexy wrote, and it was fucking brilliant. And yeah. she had some amazing, amazing, amazing scenes. But also, and I don't know whether this is why they killed her off, because they went too far with her character. I've got a story about that. It's kind of... Of, oh, that's interesting. Do you want me to stop or do you want me to finish? No, you carry on and then I'll, I'll finish. I think because they went a bit too far with her character. She was an extreme. Agreed. It wasn't just it wasn't just kind of mean girl bribes. It went a lot further than that. Like her constant goading of Andy, especially in the election episode, was horrible. horrible. When she said something like um, her mum was one shot treatment away from a permanent residence in the loony bin was absolutely terrible. There's the yeah. whole I don't give a fuck about fish episode while Gail makes her leave, but not before she's found porn in Dawson's bedroom. And she also, she also sort of goes around the little group that's gathered there. So there's her for some unknown reason, Jen and Joey. And she says she feels victimised and she's like, you know, you can't make a cancer joke because Joey gets upset. You make a crazy joke and Andy gets upset. And then she says you make a crack about whole bags and Jen starts humping the couch, which is yeah. Fucking awful, and this kind of, and then there's the the whole thing with Kenny, you know, the poor overweight guy. Oh he's yeah, poor Kenny, a geek. She's awful to him. She's paired up with him for that economics exercise where they have to plan a family budget. And she says things to Kenny like, oh, I'm not like you. I've got a social life. You're going to have to do this. She calls him yeah. a loser continuously. Do you know what? She's just not very well drawn, is she? She's not a well-drawn character. It's the extreme and they could have done, thing. It really Yeah, is. they could have done so much with her. So, for instance, if you think about the first time we met her in season one, she was brilliant in that episode. For the absolutely Breakfast brilliant. Club, yeah, she was absolutely great. And she came along and she was 
as Eve always said, an agent of chaos, and she was there yeah. to kind of make sure because they were going to have the usual suspects there. They couldn't just have them there on their own. Yeah. They needed some. They needed to introduce somebody. Who yeah, was that gonna... stuff was kind of playful. Yeah, it, it was kind of playful. It was fun, and it just got very nasty in season two very very nasty to the point where you couldn't even go oh I like her she's cool she's a bit of a meddler she's a bit fun it was just like truly unpleasant and uncomfortable as to watch. soon as you thought that about Abby you would have a scene and you'd be like do you know what I'm coming back to Abby and then she'd completely fuck it up so her over sexualization of everything. Do you remember yes. where we met Vincent, the weird seaman? And they're oh, like yeah. they're hanging around the dock and she wants to pick up her and she describes like they're talking about needing an older man or Abby's talking about needing an older man. And she says that they need a real man with chest hair, body odor, and illegitimate children scattered all over the country. And you just think who is writing this horrific abusive shit. And yeah. then from there we get that whole scenario where Vincent actually fancies Jen, not Abby, and their friendship ends up fractured because of it. And not just, I mean, it's an awful episode, really, because Vincent pretty much ends up trying to rape Jen on the yeah. table and then Grams comes in and stops it all. But you have this terrible exchange that I have to say, it takes place over an urban decay counter, which is literally uh. peak 90s. Abby being really pissed off because Vince wanted Jen. And she starts saying things like, oh, you should probably condoms because you're getting the kids and seaboard which is what she said was a good thing yeah and then she yeah. also says well he probably likes it kinky but that's okay from you because you're from new york and jen's like come on abby back off a bit and then he likely knows an easy lay when he sees one and then we have that glorious moment where jen fucking slaps her and she deserves it and she tells her never to talk to her again it's old unfortunately they do talk to each other again and it does they do which yeah it does lead to a demise but um in terms of monica keena so thank you kate on instagram and she's at cheeky hobbit on twitter as well she told me that basically and this is quite an interesting thing that they didn't decide to kill off abby morgan monica keena wanted to leave the actress wanted to leave because she now that's interesting Listen to this. I'd be interested to hear what you've got to say about this. She wanted to leave because she didn't like being away from her boyfriend for long periods of time. And I was like, I fucking hope you married him, love, because can you imagine deciding to get written out of a show? It's like, do you know what it reminded me of? Joey not going to Paris for Dawson at the beginning of season two. Yeah, I I don't know what to say about that because we're talking about real life people. Um, exactly. I guess the only thing that I can say is I'm sure she had her reasons. I'm oh, she will have absolutely had that. her reasons. That is, that is an amazing piece of trivia. Mm. But I think the other thing that I would say is if you're going to be an actress, I was going to say an actress or an actor, everybody's an actor, there's such a thing as an actress anymore, that is massively fucking old-fashioned language, you don't need distinction, but if you're going to be an actor, your job is going to be filming away for long periods of time, and I don't know, um, I don't know what she does now, uh, I don't know whether that was the right decision for her or not, but from what I have kind of picked up from Hollywood from different TV shows when they kill somebody off they quite often do it because they're pissed off with the actual person so I that's wonder a, whether that's they... certainly a common yeah. trope yeah that's certainly like so, a sort of common myth so were they annoyed at I wonder it? whether she said I, you know I want to take some time out I wanted the door leaving open and they were like no because we had bigger plans for you so fuck off we're killing you which makes sense because she wasn't ready to die. It was really weird. It felt like we've gone through so many characters who've yeah. gone through a huge character arc and changed. And Abby was right for that, you know. She I feel right like for... they were making, I felt that that's the way they were going, I have to say. At the end of the fuck off fish episode and things like that. When she, yeah, when she said about her parents that were divorcing, they gave everyone a backstory and some characters that you didn't particularly like. Well, they could have sent her away with her dad, couldn't they, or her mum? Do you know what I mean? Like her yeah. parents moving away and she's but anyway I just thought that was interesting and and I do hope she didn't regret it and I did worry do you know when you hear that and it is like it is a snap judgment and it is a snap sort of like comment to make about or like I hope that relationship stood the test of time and it wasn't like why did I drop out of Dawson's Creek for him but obviously I haven't even bothered to do the research around that to check but yeah that's what I was told that's why she left and I do agree with you it is a common trope oh, isn't it about like killing someone off God. I have what? 
absolute news. Presumably this wasn't the boyfriend that she was with in Dawson's Creek because it's too late, but you will never guess who she is with. Who? Edward Furlong. Yes, I knew that. I knew that. Yeah. And yeah. she's been with him since 2009, so that does predate Dawson's Creek. Slightly worrying. By, me, and by I'm 10 not years. Start, yeah, by 10 years. I'm not going to start projecting at all. And this is awful, actually, because I am going to start projecting that she left a film show for her ex-boyfriend and now she's with Edward Furlong. And apparently he's been arrested for attacking her three times. Um, oh, that's awful. remanded in jail. And despite it all, she has remained with him. So, yeah. Oh, big love to Monica Keener. Yeah, I don't know what to think about that, but I hope no, that she me is neither. happy. I hope she's and all right and she's doing good. what she wants to do. And she Ed was, Furlong. I will say this, no matter what, the character wasn't well written and it wasn't great, but she was great. Edward Furlong, I mean, he is another child of the, you know, he's a 90s icon. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they are an iconic couple, but who knew? So there you? we go. That was quite a There we go. Well, big, well, big love to Monica Keener. Do like I love Abby as a like the, the performance was brilliant. Like you were really on board with it, weren't you? It's just the writing wasn't amazing. So can I move on to something else that linked directly to this of a character that I was massively on board with, but the writing was absolute shies, which is Jen. Writing was yeah, Jen was boring in this whole series. Well, do you know what, right? If the writing had been a bit better, Jen would have been a great character because the thing about it is at the beginning of season two, Jen's granddad had died. And at the end of season two, she'd gone through that stuff with her, with Abby, had gone through that stuff with her grandmother and had sort of almost come out the other side. And what we had with Jen throughout is these sort of like what I like to think of as on and off episodes. Like, so basically one episode, Jen was absolutely fine and getting along with things or like trying to hit on Dawson, which again, there was some good stuff there. Do you know, in terms of a granddad had died and she was just reaching out for something. So the easiest thing for her to reach out for was Dawson. Yeah. And there was that whole thing where she was rubbing his her boobs against his arms and things like that. And that worked quite well because you could understand what was going on. Does that make sense? And then, you sort of move through yeah. and then suddenly that wasn't happening anymore and Jen was helping Dawson out and then they're also within that the stuff happened with Vincent and it just they di it didn't feel coherent and we started with Jen at the beginning of season season two like threatening suicide and we ended with Jen at the end of the se season two threatening suicide do you remember there was this little bit at the season two episode one where Jen saying to Dawson like it'll have me reaching for the razor blades and Dawson's like don't joke about things like that and then at the end of season two we had that stuff where she was sort of like insinuating suicide and we were like we don't know how we feel about that the writers haven't done a very good job with it but Jen seemed to sort of jump between being fine and getting on with things and then being a wreck and then being fine and getting on with things and then being a wreck or like being really drunk and we didn't really get any coherence around it no. because it would it would make perfect sense for Jen to be a wreck. Yeah. You could, like, I understood it, but there was no sort of, like, there was no clarity to it. And we didn't get it until the end of season two, where her and Jack actually had a conversation. And it was, do you remember, I was like, hallelujah, because Jack said, right, what's going on with your parents? How are you? Where, what's going on with your grandmother? And that's all it would have taken is a few episodes, a few, like, conversations here and there, maybe between Jen and Dawson about what was going on with her. But it never happened. And I think also there was a lot of kind of, as you say, jumping around as a character, but there were things yeah. that she reacted to fine that she should have been yes. destroyed by. Things that weren't so bad that she, and, and I'm not saying that's how, but it just felt like they were they hadn't decided Jen's yeah. character properly for the season. So that's why they had her jumping around. It was nothing to do with her personality or anything else. I mean, we started when Billy the Douche was here initially in season two, wasn't he? And she's been through a fuck ton, really. She's been through loads, but it's never like as a She went through that terrible been... haircut. That well, yeah, been I mean, that was the worst, worst thing. thing. Which was a brilliant joke that they made in um, Ch -ch -ch Changes, isn't it? Um, in in tw episode 21, where she made that joke about everything she'd been it. through in the haircut. But the point is that 
if they'd just taken a couple of opportunities to unpack that a little bit, but it just felt like, yeah, exactly. They didn't really know what they were doing. So they just banged loads of shit out. And yeah, like rather than deal with the fallout from Abby's death with Jen, they just jumped forward a month. Yeah. And that, that is something that they need addressing. And it was kind of addressed very briefly in the Goodbye Abby Morgan episode where she was a bit pissed off by the school counsellor and by everybody's kind of interpretation of how she was. And obviously Andy got asked to do the eulogy and there was all that kind of, you know, she was a complex person. And then the next episode, like Jen's back to being all sweets and light and she's literally lost her granddad. She lost somebody that she had a toxic friend relationship with, but was still a friend. But it wasn't just that she lost her. her. She like saw her drowning. That would do anyone's head in, but it was barely, in fact, actually, you heard more about Andy's response to it than you did Jen's. Yeah, you can have an entire episode about a shit fair that comes to town with a crap psychic, but you can't devote that to Jen unpicking the exactly. shit that she's been through. No, I don't And like Michelle Williams is a fucking brilliant actress and she is really, really capable. She's like Joshua Jackson. You will watch her even if they give her shit to do because you enjoy watching her and she does a good job with, with not very good stuff. But it was just it to me. It felt a bit incoherent. It felt a bit all over the place. So you went from Jen to having a great time with Dawson, and actually some of that stuff, even though Dawson's annoying as fuck, some of that stuff with Dawson was fun. Yeah. And then, and even even like the sexy raw episode where like we were like, oh fuck you, Dawson, using Jen. But again, all of those things could have been developed a tiny little bit. But then we went into this thing where Jen Jen was getting wrecked and like vomiting in the bushes outside Dawson's house and passing out in Dawson's bed. And then like Dawson had to like, and I use like air quotes here, rescue her from Chris and his pervy mate. It's just not very well done. And I want to see more clarity and coherence for Jen in season three because she just deserves more. And actually... She's a good, good character. She is a great character, but it's a real pity because the big things that happened to her in season two just weren't addressed or dealt glossed with properly. Over, absolutely glossed over. And totally glossed over. One of my other key issues with this season. Oh, and go it was on. All of the episodes that involved Joey and Dawson using others. Oh, so they go get to fuck. Right. Can I just can I just jump in here and go, right, the biggest issue I had with fucking season two was Dawson Leary. Like, and I know I want to talk about Joey and Dawson. And actually, I like I like Joey and I've always liked Joey. And, and my a lot of my issues, with, in fact, all my issues with her are to do with Dawson, linked directly to Dawson. So we'll fully blame him for that. But yeah, let's talk about Joey and Dawson. And, fucking hell. And I guess it's because it goes into sort one of my other issues was not just them using people but their relationship full stop so the writers obviously wanted to keep this kind of thrilling will they won't they vibe going across the entire season but personally i and i know you and possibly other people we just weren't invested enough to give a shit so we ended up going more for the less major characters and their more complex relationships which is why we sat here going what happened with jen why wasn't she given more airtime why wasn't this discussed so we get this season where you know because he's the protagonist and she's kind of i guess she is as well you know but it's Dawson. yeah absolutely no i totally it's all about him because life is all about dawson but they get together they split they split up and then they try to redefine the relationship against friends because joey says that she needs space and then they completely use jen and jack during this period yeah and then they get back together and then they split up again and it's the using of jen and jack that i really really struggled with i mean they were just i struggled with it all but they weren't even because jen and dawson had kind of just split up at the beginning of that season anyway Everybody seems to just be fine with this, you know, when they invite each other on these weird dates. With exactly, the and actually, the drama that could have happened night. around it. We've we've got to remember we're watching a fucking teen drama, and the drama. Even that could now, be... can you imagine if we oh, were just like my God. changing partners? And it's just fucking weird. And yeah, the drama that should have happened wasn't always there. Like we had episode nine and it was Dawson and Jen having film night. And then he asks her to be his production manager because Joey can't be asked because she's just covered that she loves art and things. And then she gets, you know, Joey gets jealous of Jen's relationship with Gail and it's all just weird. And then there's that really, really, really weird bit at the end of episode nine where they go skinny dip him. And Jen oh, asks yeah. Dawson if he's ever dreamt about her. And she's like, have you ever 
of walking up with a little blanket in a pup tent, which made me want to vomit and will continuously make me want to vomit for the rest of my life. And I still maintain she didn't say um, that. She did. She did. Right, I'm okay. going to go I'll get a screen grab. Why, why would I, I was going to say, why would I make up the phrase, have you ever woken up with a little blanket in the pup tent? Because it doesn't make any sense. And then I remember the kind of person that I am, so maybe. Yeah, 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 exactly. How dare you? Why would I come up with a euphemism for having a hard time in the middle of the night? Why would I do that, Catherine? Or oh, because. Or on a morning. But there in, there's enough euphemisms <laughs> already. There's morning glory and all the rest of it. I would have gone with something tried and tested and well Do you not think well morning used. glory is a dead British Dawson's thing? Dawson's penis is not. I don't want to talk about Dawson's penis. Jesus Well, Christ. I think that's just because it was also the name of an Oasis song. I think it's because it's mor- mor- morning wood's an American thing, which is quite funny is because it? Dawson had morning wood when he put up his white picket fence of white privilege. <laughs> but, um, oh, well, we haven't got to that yet. Jesus Christ. They, they, they have that. a little kiss and then Jen's the one who pushes back and says that they shouldn't cross the line and all of it just feels a little bit weird and unnecessary. And while it's this sh- is all It's not very well done, nah. No, it's not. And while this is all happening, Jack and Joey are suddenly carving out this deep friendship. And this friendship comes literally about a week after they almost have sex. Jack can't get it up and then comes out as gay. And Joey seems to take like half an hour to process this. And then yes. like, all right, now I haven't got a boyfriend, but I've got a gay best friend. That's fine. And then they become exactly. like BFFs for a week. And then she ditches him and he becomes BFFs with Jen. And it's like, my head can't keep up with this. Maybe it's just what the But you're so do. right. No, but it, you are absolutely so right. And actually, again, this is a big sort of criticism I have of Dawson's Creek in general because it is a brilliant TV show and actually the storylines are great and some of the things they do are absolutely brilliant, but they rush through fucking everything and actually had they pulled that apart. Yeah, they rush through things that aren't important sometimes. And then they linger on things. Sorry, they rush through things that are important, then linger on things that really aren't. It's yes. like, for fuck's sake. I do wonder how much ends up on the cutting room floor, though, for whatever it is. Yeah, but what happens when you look at that is that you don't have, like, clarity in the stuff. So I have to say, I don't even mind necessarily the stuff between Joey and Dawson. Like, at the end of the day, we do have to accept that we're watching a fucking teen show. And you are right that that look like that sort of like relationship with Joey and Dawson is the stuff that's supposed to push it forward, is the stuff we're supposed to care about. But it was just stupid shit like Joey going I need to find myself like I would I struggle to believe that a 16 year old girl would say that and there are better reasons for them to break up for Joey going essentially and even if she'd said it to someone else I got what I wanted and then I didn't want it anymore does that make sense even if she'd had like a 45 to one minute then you would make sense but as a 16 year old girl and I as a 39 year old woman I watch that and go fuck off People don't do that. Now, again, had it been done better, I might have believed it of Joey, but actually I would believe more so that she pined after Dawson because that's all she wanted. Then she got him and went, ah, fuck this. Because so that is something we have all done. I was just going to say, we've all done it. so much more sense. And it didn't need to be said to Dawson. She could have said it to Jack. She could have said to Jack, I got what I wanted and then I didn't want it anymore. And it would have just, the clarity, and that's what bothers me. I never ever feel a lot of the time like Dawson's Creek's writers set out a really clear timeline and know exactly what they want to do with the characters and then signpost it. And again, I want to go back to the fact that this is a great TV show and what it did was really really good but there isn't enough subtlety in the writing there just isn't isn't. and that Dawson Um, and Joey stuff could have been brilliant but A Dawson's hateful and B they did again like with Jen they didn't do an amazing job with Joey and Joey is is a better written character than Jen because she is great and actually a lot of the stuff that you see go on with oh yeah like yeah absolutely but yeah fuck like fuck off, can't be asked with that. And now the thing is, as a viewer, I know that we're going into something in season three with Joey and Dawson. I'm like, ah, fucking whatever. What about Andy and Percy? Yeah, because they've done it. And this is what I was going to say. So I ended up going in for Andy and Percy because Same. they just bored me. And and I kind of, I was a little bit into the will they won't they. I bought it for a little bit and then I got really bored of it. And if it's going to be repeated an episode in season three, then I'm over it already. 
What are you looking forward to in season three? Because I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with Percy and Andy and how Jack and Jen's relationship develops. Yeah, I'm not so bothered about Jack and Jen's relationship because I think part of me thinks that they'll just forget about it. Well, we no, it doesn't. That doesn't happen. Jack's Jack's gone back to live somewhere, and yeah. But But I'm hoping for from season three is that Joey rips Darson apart for the entirety of season three. Yeah, and I I, we did have a disagreement about whether Dawson was right in what he did at the end of the season and all the rest of it, and whether we were just kind of influenced by the fact that we don't like Dawson. Joey became a bit of an annoying character for me through season two, and I hate to say that. I love Katie Holmes. I think Joey's character can be a bit one-dimensional sometimes, and then it just changes. You know, she goes through this whole, you know, like I said before, when she's like, I'm a tomboy, I don't believe in prettiness and things like that. And then she's like, oh, beauty pageant photo shoot. And she did it all again when she was like, I don't do happy. Oh, no, I know. But then she did the The one thing about the beauty pageant is you get it. You get why she I am did that, c- yeah. But, I am yeah. cynical. I am permanently cynical. And then there was that episode where we knew that she was going to find out that her dad was back dealing or smuggling or whatever. And yeah. she had this whole episode where she's like, Snow, you know, when Snow White has the little things like the little birds tweeting around her head and she's like, isn't life fucking wonderful? I love you, Dawson. <laughs> I love everything. And you're just like, A, oh, this isn't no. doing. And B, we know that something really, really terrible is going to happen. And it's just not her either. Yeah, I know, totally agree with you. It was crap. It was crap. They didn't use her very well. They didn't look at what the character actually was. And again, they still could have done the same thing. They just could have written it better. They could have. But like, the they could have gone, and... she'd have gone, I feel so happy. Like, when's the other shoe going to drop? Or something like that. But it just felt, yeah, you're right. It felt wrong. It felt totally wrong. And again, they just chucked dad back in, didn't they? Like, and I, I appreciated that. But and I, and that was the best one of the best parts of that of that psychic friends episode that we hated is the last 30 seconds where dad showed up and you were like wow but again it wasn't i don't know like you were you're totally right they put some of the energy at the wrong things they spent that whole fucking episode in a restaurant do you know what i mean fucking about in a french restaurant that didn't have any impact on the overall storyline anyway yeah do you know yeah, what i mean and i did enjoy that episode i won't say i didn't but the writers put their energy in the wrong things. So you end up going, why is that character doing that? Like, why is that character not like, why, why is Joey suddenly like into art? Where did that come from? If it had been a bit more, even if they'd done something for a minute where they talked about how into art Joey's mum was, like if that had been signposted throughout, then Joey going, right, well, my mum was really into art. I want to see how I feel about art. But again, even that wasn't explicit. It wasn't signposted. Fucking pisses me off. Me too. Look at me. <laughs> I know you are. You're like, well, maybe, maybe they needed to do that in order to. No, like the the Joey character is great, but it's it's been badly done this season. And I'm sorry, but I couldn't give a flying fuck about this to and fro in between Joey and Dawson through the middle of the Tell season. Tell you what, I, couldn't give a I shit. want to know if that fucking white picket fence of privilege gets built next season right i am gonna keep a really really clear eye out for it every single scene at joey's house i'm gonna be like right where the fuck is that white privilege fence of privilege white privilege fence of white white privilege fence of privilege (laughs) white privilege fence of privilege white picket fence where the fuck is it where is it and you know what if i was joey i'd be i would get a sledgehammer and i'd knock it down and it won't take much effort joey love get rid get rid burn it i know that you want to end this by having a rant about dawson i'm gonna take a step back because i have been really? ambivalent to Dawson. What I'm going to do, because I'm clever here, is I'm going to wait and hear your rants and then see if it registers with me and reminds me of You can fuck like... up. Well, before I launch into a full on rant you about Dawson, you can fuck <laughs> up. Can I just say a little bit about Percy? Because I think that Jen was badly done by in, in season two. I really think she was. But while we still love Percy and he did have something to get his teeth into and he wasn't as bad as Jen, I still don't think that they did a fantastic job with Percy. I think there was too much of this like sort of drama triangle circle, like drama, like, do you know what I mean? Like this sort of like, Andy gets upset and Percy sorts it out and that's the end of the episode and Andy gets upset and Percy sorts out. We went through that far too much in season two and all the stuff with his dad there really only was two episodes of it. And you said at the end of season two, that stuff with his dad, it was rushed. Hugely, it felt like it was shoehorned in. 
Exactly. To to go, oh, that's all right then. Exactly. And it didn't even need to. Um, yeah, there probably was too much doing and throwing that. But it was just and- like, Percy is always a brilliant character. And when he comes on screen, like, as we've said before, your knickers do just spontaneously fall off. He does what? Off. He does what on screen? <laughs> Did I miss this episode? <laughs> I do. I do have to say. So I was, oh my one, one god! Of, one of the um, one of the things that I was saying that I thought was awful. I had like this whole bit about Mr. Peterson, and I was starting oh, to yeah. write. Um, and then Pacey spat on his face, and I wrote, and then Pacey sat on his face, and I was like, and that is where my, and that is where my mind is. Because we do, we do give Percy. We've had enough of Percy and teachers. And and in and in this episode, there is like because I was just remembering going back through the episodes. There's a one where he's just like happily watching porn, um, in his job at the video. (laughs) Yes, yes. And 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 Andy's just a bit like, no, that's cute. And you're like, this is fucking terribly wrong. And you know the bit where Andy (laughs) says she doesn't want to see him, and he climbs up the ivy to see her, and we're like, no, isn't that sweet? And then really going, no, it isn't sweet because just because he doesn't look like Dawson, just because he hasn't got a forehead. you could fit Canada into does not mean that he doesn't have character flaws as well and we do massively massively overlook them and he has been yeah. a hero and there's been there's been this whole but that got boring I thought the hero stuff got boring yeah I mean he, he you know he turned himself around that's brilliant we're not expecting fucking miracles and it became yeah it did become a bit boring and all of the rest of it what we really need is more scenes with him with his top on no seriously I think that Pacey is the, right the wet really, white really vest character. which we forgot yeah. to talk about last episode the good one, one of the best, best things about season two was the wet fucking white vest and we didn't talk about it it's wrong with because us because if it was a woman if it was a woman we were talking about we would be saying that we were objectifying him, but really we're very into fashion and we like well, the way that the vest ha- held water or didn't <laughs> no, i can't i can't even try to make it sound better than it is he's hot well do you know what women hot. have been objectified for millennia so let's objectify a man he let's, looks hot let's, that let's take way. objectification back let's take it back no like i do agree with you in the fact that like this hero thing got a bit old but weirdly, it's one of the reasons why we liked him so much. And this is what I can't get my head around with the writers. What did they want the viewers to do? Because Percy was a romantic hero. He was. They never wrote Dawson as a romantic hero. Dawson never did anything that would even remotely make you swoon. He was just a judgmental, sanctimonious This shit. is true. And this is really interesting and completely taking looks out of it. No, but that's what I'm doing. I'm taking looks out of it. Dawson's not Uh, written as a romantic hero. No, he's written as... But then I guess it's it's a coming-of-age story, so he can't just be the romantic hero because then it would just be a bullshit story. It's got to be about... Yeah, they try to make him more subtle, yeah. so yeah, so I guess that Pacey has got the kind of better characterization because he's the one who can be class clown or he can be the saviour or he can be he can be whatever he wants to be. If Dawson was just this completely suave, slick character, um, we'd have watched a couple of episodes and then got really bored. He's got to have these flaws, yeah. he's got to go through these experiences, he's got to be awkward, he's got to be a bit of a dick sometimes because he is Dawson from Dawson's Creek. So I guess in a way, for all he is the protagonist, he has drawn the short straw. No, and I get that, and I think you're totally right. I actually think, like, in some ways, uh, like, he's not a more subtly drawn character, but he's a bit more multifaceted and he does go through more in some ways than Percy. But the point is, you just don't care about what Dawson's going through because his bad points are bad. Like, he's a sanctimonious shit. And if he just had a little bit... Yeah, he's self-absorbed. Oh, the film! About that film. Episode! Do you like my film? Do you like my film? It's not really about me. I just based it on these absolutely random characters who live in a really small place in Massachusetts um, near a... Near a river, um, near a creek, in fact, and, and their stories that seem to echo mine exactly. But it's nothing to do with Absolutely me. Absolutely nothing to do with me, of course. No. Until, until he started to say that it was to do with him. Do you remember when it was like, you need to sex it up more? And he was like, but we don't have sex. Oh, no, sorry. It's yeah, that, me. yeah. The whole film thing bored the fuck out Oh, of no, me. but that's the thing as well. It was super contradictory, was wasn't it? Oh, 
that was a fucking dead bar in subplot. And do you know what? There wasn't really any payoff to it. Or there isn't up to now. There might be. I think there might be later on. And the thing that like annoys me about it is when Kennedy took him apart, if she'd have done it in a slightly better way, that would have been ace as well. Now, it was very, very, very enjoyable. I won't lie, because the critique she gave him was absolutely like joyous to watch. And he was absolutely good. But this is what I mean, right? That rather than him accepting that critique as something that he could absorb and deal with, he behaved like a little bitch about it. Do you know you what I mean? You also can't, and we, we picked this up in a few episodes where um you know when we're talking about the the world's worst teaching faculty i.e kate and everything for for all we don't like dawson at times and for all he was self-obsessed about his film what miss kennedy did as a teacher was fucking awful actually and there are ways to constructively criticize things but that's what i mean it would have been so much better if she'd just been a bit more constructive though having said that i will say this and this is what's like so contradictory about the whole thing i did enjoy it when she did it i was like yeah go on i did someone who used to be a teacher i was like yeah i was like but also the thing is it gave dawson an excuse not to absorb it and go okay it's not good enough (laughs) Sorry, just as somebody who used to be a teacher, it's like Catherine got sacked for absolutely eviscerating a teenager's <laughs> film project. I didn't. I left teaching because And then sleeping with his dad. That did not happen. Everyone, I left teaching because it broke me, not because I like I was fired. Please don't take that away. Shut up, Katie. <laughs> no, but like that it gave Dawson not an excuse to no excuse to take it on board. Does that make sense? So she'd be yeah. nicer, but then Dawson could go, well, she was he so just had mean to, think to about me. It. So he doesn't think about it because there was a message in there. It is really difficult to be um, in films and the nepotism that is rife within Hollywood and things like that that you've got to go through as well. So it's like if I wanted to be an actress, like most people would say to me, it's probably not going to happen in the nicest possible way. And that's yeah. feedback that you would, even if I was really, really good, you know, there's but we said at the time she's not constructive. She doesn't tell him how he could make it better. But that's yeah. what annoys me. So if she'd have done that, then he would have had to take it on board. But instead, he became the fucking victim, as he always did. Like, oh, I'm so like I'm so hard done by everything happens to me. Like, get to fuck Dawson. Like, I know you hate the fish episode, but like he's so self-absorbed in that fish episode because Percy's dad's like, you're awesome. And Dawson's like, oh, I am, aren't I? And then he totally ignores the fact that he's like a shit to Percy. Everything is about Dawson, but I just, the thing is, had he behaved better in season two, episode 22, I wouldn't be going in on him as much now, though that's a lie, I would have because he was fucking appalling. And I do, to a certain extent, agree with you, is that he's put in a horrible position that he didn't ask for, and that there was very little, there were very few options available to him. But it was the fact that within all of that, he was a sanctimonious, judgy prick, and it was so difficult to get on board with. And that's what I can't get my head around, is what the fuck are the writers thinking? Because if you look at it, like, really broadly and holistically, Dawson, the storylines associated with him are decent, they're fine, but it's the way he responds within the storylines that are so, it is so annoying. His parents, like the way he talks to his dad, like, you need to get a job, dad. Like, for fuck's sake, Dawson, you're supposed to be a 16-year-old. The best episode with Dawson this season is when he gets fucking hammered, and even then, he's appalling because of the way he talks to Joey, Jen, and Percy, and Jack, for that matter. Like, he's fucking biphobic. He's horrible to Percy and no one calls him on it no one calls him on it so I take that back that's not the best episode well no it is because he sings that really funny song that you talked about last yes like last week but I just like the fact that they could act drunk because one of the other things that I can't stand is how Abby and Jen cannot act drunk oh I know that's another bad thing it's absolutely shocking but I am sat here now And I know I'm on a rant and I know I'm going on, but I'm sat here now thinking, right, okay, can I think of a time when I actually really, really like Dawson? And all that comes into my head is... We have have got the Dawson pass out a lot. No, you have... You no, have... you've you've joined you've joined me. I've been able to change your mind. Katie, right? Shall we just right? Let me just let me just bring up and let's see what you have to say and tell me if you still like Dawson after this. The speedboat. Oh, the speedboat. I mean, that was terrible, and it was it was awful, and it was also 
a really bad episode because he forgot Pacey's birthday as well and he was just a general cunty friend. Well, it's episode and one and two. Then he, ter- then he turns up on his penis um, machine that, he, that we never see again and he, he's a complete dick. But without the speedboat white privilege, we would not have laughed so much. We nearly choked and died. <laughs> Um, that's so yeah. true and can i just say people have gone out of their way to message us and tell us that the speedboat comes back and they can't wait to hear how we respond it, does it really oh my god i am so no a few excited. people have contacted us true? to tell us that yeah yeah but so first of all we were so angry with dawson over that fucking speedboat we were angry with dawson over the film we were angry with dawson over the way that he treated jen we were angry with dawson over the last couple of episodes with joey we were just absolutely angry with dawson and i'm really struggling sat here now to try and think about a time when i genuinely felt all right i felt like i could kind of stick up for him and actually this is where you probably got the dawson pass out in a big way is when he punched jack at the dance because you can kind of oh, get that. You can get that I and can, understand that. I can get it. I, I guess I guess the only thing that I've got an issue with that about is that it wasn't just Jack. And this is what I hate about exactly. um, cheating. People will blame kind of like, and to be fair, at least he blamed the man. It's usually the woman that gets blamed, especially if it's like an extramarital affair and it's the guy who slept with a woman and it's like, oh, that woman was a, you know, a man-eating bitch or whatever. And you think, mm, it take like, I don't care what the background Yeah, is yeah, it takes two. It, it, it takes two people to cheat. But at the same time, you know, Dawson... Well, in that scenario, and... it definitely did because Jack knew about Dawson. People don't always know about. I just, they, like, they, hear me coming in, sticking but... up for random relationships. They, they they don't always know about it, but for the most part, they do. Come on, they do. That's well, what I'm going to say. Okay, well, I mean, let's not get into it, but, like, you know. Oh, God, like, I can't believe we're getting into it. Like, I bet this comes up he in Darson's Creek at some point. It does come up in Darson's Creek at some point. No, 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 he did. That's what I'm saying. But, like, in the world, sometimes Oh, yeah, you say that there's people... Oh, oh yeah, no, he's new like, about... you, you can't you can't blame the person, but I think that there's also scenarios where people pretend they don't know. You know, these people who've like got you know, I know I have a story I won't be outing, but somebody that I knew a long, long time ago, his father worked away a lot, actually had like a complete double life with another. Oh woman. my god. And you think like you can't do that without like if my partner wasn't contactable at all times, and I don't mean that I check up on where he is all the time and everything but do you know when you just get those there must be times like christmas things like there's always got to be times where there's things that make you go hmm, hang on a minute but anyway it's 16 year old so i'm not gonna i'm not i'm not gonna be too bothered and i'm not gonna go into it too yeah much, but, but no think. but jack absolutely knew about dawson so like let's not like we've just gone off on a little bit of a tangent there but jack absolutely knew about dawson so he, he deserved a punch in the face and joey deserved to tell it off but also the point was that there was something else behind that like in terms of joey's feelings and again if that had been a bit better signposted it goes back to my criticism of Dawson's Creek every single time if it had been better signposted if you would just been given a bit more information if they'd spent less time on something that doesn't fucking matter and more time on something that did matter yeah. it would have been miles better but I will say yeah, this Dawson is still deeply unlikable a lot of the time it's often difficult to get on board with Dawson's decisions and the things that Dawson says and does. And the fact is that you have tried to stick up for him and you have, and I appreciate that because sometimes morally or intellectually Dawson is in the right, but it's really difficult to get on board with him because of the way that he fucking delivers things. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and, and he is judgmental and he, he's a sanctimonious prick. He's a slut shamer. He's judgmental. He's a fucking bitch. And, but and he's I am always. And I think this is why I get the pass out all the time. He's 15 and he turns 16 in this but season. But Percy's not like that. Yeah, but then Percy, like, literally jacks off to porn in his workplace. Nobody's brilliant. Percy also tries to Percy's force his brilliant. girlfriend to see him when she doesn't want to. Percy also tells his girlfriend that he doesn't dance, yet dances with a girl who is, you know, outwardly beautiful because boner. People make mistakes. People act the age that they are. And, oh, my God, there it goes again. It's out. Was, it's fully out, and I'm waving that, it. Look at that. Was, look at the that was been quite well, quite eloquently argued that as well, Katie. Thank you. But you just look <laughs> at it, like, <laughs> it, but, 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 but no, no, no. But, it's but, got a big but, forehead. But, 
<laughs> no, but just to look at it overall, do you like Dawson? I don't dislike him. Wow. Maybe I don't actually. Do you know what? I like we had that... an episode called we had an episode called There's a little bit of Dawson in all of us, and I do worry that. Which does do worry does about me feel ick when I think about that title. No, I know that was the um, double entendre that was of that why title. We did it, wasn't it? Boom. But, but that that we all can be a little bit judgmental and we can all be a little bit sanctimonious and we can all be a little bit like of a dick. And that is true. Of course we can. I am a massive dick. I can be Mass- really I am judgmental. a massive dick as well. And, you know, and I can I think be. I... Like, that's one of my personality traits. I was going to say, it's on my CV. Massive dick. Um, <laughs> and judgmental. But not like, massive but judgmental not like that. dick. <laughs> massive dick but not like that you know we, we kind of and we, we, our entire series is based around judging people and our perceptions of things and i think that we have grown enough to realize that everybody you know it's taken us a long time to get to where we are we've developed we've grown you know maybe we've yeah. never mean girls we've never been awful people but we have Maybe you know, we have actually. Judged, <laughs> we have do we have judged we have judged quite badly sometimes. Yeah. We made bad judgments ourselves and that is life. And now we are looking at it through the lens of people that know better, potentially. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is though, I suppose like you can look at it and, and be really sort of like zen about it and be like, well, let's look at it. But also at the end of the day, we are viewers and we are watching something and Dawson's annoying as fuck. And I am surprised that he is annoying as he is because he's the fucking protagonist. And I don't think the writers were setting out to challenge us or to go, listen, everyone, like, this is how people behave. Yeah, it actually, in a lot of ways, is probably how people behave. But that's not the point, is it? And it is a show for teenagers. And it takes a lot to challenge your audience to like unlikable characters. I think we're supposed to like him and I don't. I think we're supposed to see him as morally right. And actually... In some ways, he is morally right. In some ways, he does take the moral high ground, but it's fucking annoying when he does it because he doesn't just go, well, this is... Because Pacey takes the moral high ground a lot and, yeah, it doesn't feel annoying when he does it. So the stuff with with Joey's dad where he's saying to his dad, just leave him alone, like, let him get on with it, like, he deserves a second chance. You never think, oh, shut up, Pacey, for fuck's sake. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, everything that comes out of Dawson's mouth is appalling. For the most part. And I want Joey I to eviscerate him next season. I, I haven't looked up the things like, that Dawson's done when he has been decent, but he has been decent sometimes. Oh, my God, I need to stop it. What is wrong with me? He sometimes yeah, he asks people awkward... if they're all right, I suppose. He is an awkward 15-year-old boy. He's going through his parents' divorce. He's been weirdly part of their horrific sexual... Oh, yeah, we forgot section. about that. Also, they're swinging and everything else that he's gone through. You know, he has gone through a lot. He loves Joey. He tries to do the right thing. He he just has a certain personality, and that is the personality that he's going to have. Everybody has different personalities, and his is a bit of a sanctimonious bastard one. Maybe he'll change. He probably won't, but we will see. We have another three seasons to go. We've got four seasons to go, but okay, yeah. But I suppose what I'm trying to get at is that, Are we like, seven it... seasons? I thought we were six. No, why I... why... you've got to do season I... three. Season four, season five, and season six, which is four seasons. Why do I Katie? not understand the bit? Because you can't do maths. I mean, I can't do maths. I'll, I'll give you that. But even we haven't so, finished like... season three yet. We haven't even started it, so we've still got four seasons to go. Right. Six minus two is four, Katie. I might be off. <laughs> <laughs> but right, speaking of things, speaking of things that we didn't. Well, speaking of things that. Should we talk about something we perhaps have done wrong? And I know oh, you're going to... I'm No, because I'm looking forward to, to your response to the, this. Is give Mitch and Gail too much airtime? Yeah, Agree or I disagree? Think, um, I'm going to go disagree because I think that... Oh, my God, of course we totally have. But I do think that we have... We are nearly 40 now and we are in committed relationships. You know, you've got two children and you're married... I am on my third engagement. I might get married. Um, <laughs> as much commitment as you're getting. 
but do you know what I mean? We we understand the nuances of relationships as adults. And I think as 15-year-olds, we were probably bored to fuck with that storyline. We were probably a bit shocked with the sex bits. Like, oh, my God, they're, like, literally shagging on a kitchen table or a, a dining room table or whatever. But apart from that, we weren't bothered. But now that we're older and now that we understand adult relationships, we want to know more. We kind of want to know what's behind it, where it's going and all of the rest of it. At least that is my take on it yeah like I mean that's my kind of thing but I always felt like we gave so much time to Mitch and Gail just because of your commitment to their backstory no because you gave them some really good backstory to the point where you thought your backstory was actually reality within the storyline of Dawson's Creek and that's why like do you remember when you were absolutely convinced yeah they you were absolutely convinced they went and had like makeup hot tub sex and you were like sort of saying to me oh you know because they went and we were like no that did not happen you made it up but I don't feel like but you also gave the parents some decent backstories so you had Andy's and Jack's dad in a relationship with his secretary back in Providence and that's why he wanted to get back to Providence, if you recall. And he also, as a possibly homosexual, um, closeted homosexual. Yeah, I did. Which, which are two I realised I'm sure now. you had something for Percy's dad as well. They are, they are two quite different things. They are literally um, the opposite of each other. Uh, Percy's dad, did I not say that he might have had a bad time from his dad or something? Yeah, um, you did. You went into a whole thing about him having... Well, which is obviously, like, basic psychology. But I just think we give too much... We do we do give too much time to the parents. But I do totally agree with you that because we're fairly ancient at this point, we're, like, pretty much a similar age, maybe a few years younger to the parents in fucking Dawson's Creek, Katie. Yeah. I agree, and that is... Which is just depressing when you think about it, isn't it? That is genuinely quite disturbing. (laughs) So, in terms of not liking things about season two, we sort of say, oh, well, you know, really, it was quite a good season, but the main thing that we didn't like was the main fucking character. Yeah. We like Dawson's (laughs) Creek. We just do not like Dawson, go figure. But, you know, you know, it is about Dawson Creek. And if we didn't have Dawson as the catalyst for a lot of this, it would just be a program about, you know, good looking people shagging around near a creek and Dawson brings. They're not shagging around. That's another thing I don't like. Let's have a bit more shagging. They are 15, although they're now 16, but is that still illegal in Massachusetts? If I look this one. No, 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 no. It's a 16 age consent. That's another podcast. Um. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I think I, I think not all of them have turned 16 yet so I assume the writers are trying to keep it on the right side of the law but let's see if there is some shagging in season three but that's the point Andy's younger than the rest of them so they obviously oh, I aren't I didn't know that yeah because Andy's like a year year below isn't she and she's obviously but, but she's because she's, but she's incredibly... having sex with Percy and she's younger yeah. than the last person he had sex with so we'll just go with that because well exactly that where we're kind of going with it so Season two, it was decent. And, like, I want to see Jen and Percy particularly be better. I think Joey's going to be better by default because she's fucked Dawson off. Let's see what happens with Dawson, shall we? Let's see if he becomes an iota more likeable. And I have to say, I did wonder when we started doing this whether we should have filmed the worst bits first and the best bits second because I don't want people to be like, fucking hell, this is shit, actually. We don't want to watch anymore. Um, Hopefully we haven't (laughs) put people off. There is a lot to be unpicked in the next season. You um, know that most of genuinely... the people that are listening to this have yeah. watched all seasons of Darcy's Creek. I know, genuinely, genuinely don't know where it's going to go because I apparently have a podcast about Dawson's Creek. I don't even know how many seasons it runs for and can't remember anything about it. And that, my dear, dear listeners, is what alcoholism does to you. Or, um, <laughs> I, 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 I am nothing not else, take that away. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it because I can't remember anything. Me too. So there we go. So we will be back with season three next week and like I'm really excited for it I've been told that it's it goes I was about to say I'm just gonna say it because I know what you're gonna do we start with a bang in season three on episode one oh fucking at last do we <laughs> oh, you, don't, you don't actually you don't actually mean a real bang well do I don't you? know I don't know if there, there might be a real bang if there is a real bang I'll be beside myself beside myself I just How yeah do you like, start not... with a bang are you just saying because I've been told 
I'm, I've been told that it, they introduce a new character in season three, episode one, and it's great. And I think I know who that character is, and I think you'll be excited by it. Is it Keanu Reeves? It is not Keanu Reeves. Right, I, I will take that off the table now for you, if that makes life any easier. Keanu Reeves at no well, makes point. Like, it makes life Dawson's shit Creek. if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'll look forward to it. Yeah, so that's the end of season two. And... Yeah, basically, the thing we disliked the most was Dawson, and I do, I've got a feeling it doesn't get any better. But then it's kind of enjoyable. Like, but I do want to know about the white picket fence. I hope Joey's taking a sledgehammer to it, and I hope we see it. Is what I hope for yes. in my purest of hearts. The purest of me just wants Joey to take a sledgehammer to the fucking white picket fence. But I'll also look forward to the speedboat. I will look forward to the speedboat, and I'm quite excited to hear that that's going to uh, appear. I know. I just it made me laugh so much that so many people contacted us to tell us it came back. So, should we dedicate season two to someone? Can can I dedicate the se- season? Can it be two me? To my dad? No, to my dad. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we can. Look at me. Such a Leo. Me, there, it's me. Yeah, me, oh, it's God. me. Um, Bill. Well, just Bill, because, yeah, Bill, my father. absolutely dedicated to you. Just because he's not being very well and he's really got into this podcast while he's not being very well. And I just think that that's ace. And he just like. It is both he's wonderful and disturbing on. Disturbing and I'm so, we're sorry for I, all the I, times I, I that we swore or talked about sex, dad. <laughs> What's I, I don't know what that is, Bill, by the way. Um, <laughs> so I, I do you see do you see any children, Bill? No, clearly I've never done it. Catherine, on the other hand. Anyway, um no, it's really, really good. Oh, to for have... fuck's sake. Yeah, well, thank you to everyone who who has listened and there's been loads and loads of support and there's pe- loads of people's names who spring to mind, like Kate and Jessica on Twitter, Jennifer on Twitter. Flim Flem on Instagram, Charlotte, Aries on Charlotte. Instagram, Charlotte, Georgie, like, and the beer as well, like the Dawson's beer, that's been awesome. And they're up until December is still a discount called ABC Brewery, which is Dawson 20. Like there's been so many cool things that have happened this season and it was a good season. So we were, we were acting like we're not going to be back for another six months. We will be back in a week with season three, episode one. And hopefully Katie will be overcome with joy about what happens but we shall see so thank you so much to everyone who's been listening and thank you to all the people who've joined us because I know people have picked it up as they've gone along we will really look forward to next week and season three so goodbye goodbye see I can do goodbyes